Fenia. Before chamber, I finally hit record. But Brandon's not here, so you won't get bored. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that's called poetry, and I just wrote that. Um, I don't want to say I wrote it on the spot. I wrote it about five seconds ago. Um, but yes, it is the night before Elimination Chamber, and welcome to WrestleFania, the only podcast about professional wrestling on all of the internet. I am the one and only host, Mike. You know me as WrestleBrand on Twitter. And, of course, my co-host, Brandon, is not here. He's not here. He's not showing up. And when I stop talking, it's over. I'm not joking. This isn't like some kind of setup. He's really not here. Um, he, I think he had his brother visiting and uh, his brother's family. Uh, I think the family was there. I don't think the family kicked his brother out. I mean, it could be that his brother was was finally shunned by his family and has to move in with Brandon. Um, yes, if you think Brandon's bad, um, his brother's even worse. <laughs> if Brandon's hearing this, then he's laughing along with me. Um, yeah, Elimination Chamber's tomorrow, and here I am Saturday night, 10.30. And you might hear this tomorrow. I mean, you're not going to hear this tonight. There's no chance you're going to hear this tonight. But you might hear this tomorrow. After tomorrow, it's useless, right? Um, so the – what am I even saying? I just saw a match that caught my eye, and I was like, I didn't even know that was happening. Um, but point is, I still want to talk about it. I still want to keep our streak of doing pay-per-views alive. And uh, – yeah, I'm I'm completely caught up except for this past SmackDown, and I want to talk about the six cards that are still listed on the match, even on the uh, card, even if um, the six matches don't actually all take place, or at least not in this um, this instance, this exact uh, listing. Now, I'm wondering. This is the right. This is the last pay per view on the network as we know it in America. After this, the next one is what? Fastlane? And that is going to be on Peacock. So, like, what's to stop me from just canceling my network on Monday and signing up for Peacock and just waiting? Like, really nothing, right? Because I have a free, I have a Peacock account even though I'm on the free tier. Same email address. So I'm hoping they switch me over to um, to the um, network side? I don't know. Like, will they switch me to the pay one? Do I have to upgrade? I don't know how it's going to work. It might just be easier for me to cancel the network and sign up for Peacock uh, for, the, for the paid version. I don't know. But I'm excited because um, I get to, one, in one instance, watch, um, you know, 
WWE program and then turn over to Punky Brewster or Say by the Bell or AP Bio. I signed up uh, for the free week of Peacock to watch eight, the third season of AP Bio. If you're not watching that show, assholes, you should be. Um, also, now that it's on Peacock, Peacock is NBC Universal streaming platform. USA is part of NBC Universal, uh, and there's no reason why Raw and SmackDown can't be on Peacock the following day, unless there's some sort of license agreement that they have, some streaming agreement they have with Hulu um, that's preventing this for a couple of years. But once that runs out, they should have Raw and SmackDown and NXT uh, the very next day after they air on USA. That only makes sense to me, and it will only bring more people to the to watch it on you know if there's if there's only one place to stream it, it should be on Peacock. Um, you know, it should be come on down to the cock. Um, I didn't come up with that. That was Will Forte's um, his forte. Haha. So I'm sitting here drinking a uh, ice cold fresca, mm, yum, yum, yum. and I'm ready to talk about these six matches that are listed. Uh, but the sixth one, uh, that the the one I want to talk about first, uh, according to Dave Meltzer, is not happening. That's Asuka versus Lacey Evans, which. Makes sense when you think about it because Lacey Evans is, uh, in fact, pregnant uh, in real life. Um, and the uh, in the character world of WWE, um, we are led to believe that uh, Rick Flair disgustingly uh, created this child with her and is the father of the of the um, of the baby. I there are there are a few ways this could go. Number one, they could um, it could it's probably going to be. Lacey stringing Rick along and Rick, you know, being left in the dumps, maybe being taken for money, taken for, taken advantage of. It could be somehow that, I, I heard someone else say, like, wouldn't it be great if Charlotte and Rick were, were working together to try to undermine Lacey, but I don't know how that, how that would work with the baby. And, of course, the WWE thing to do is they can just forget about it and time goes by and it's just gone. And we never, we never think about it again. Like, I think they might have got divorced, but do you ever think the fact that Bobby Lashley and Lana were married on the show, right? I mean, remember that? That happened. Um, they're they're a far, as far apart as humanly possible, and thank God for that, for, for Bobby Lashley. So, they're saying that Oscar and Lacey Evans aren't on wrestling. They're not on the card. They're not fighting that night, which... Um, does that mean there's not going to be any match? Does that is Oscar going to have an open challenge? Is she going to um, is maybe Charlotte going to show up? They sh- they could have a champion versus champion. Maybe have um, um, I almost said Bailey, but it's not Bailey because the SmackDown Women's Champion is Sasha, but she's already fighting that night, so that that won't work. So then maybe Bailey could show up just just to you know to answer the bell, um, just to have a match, or or, or Charlotte. I don't know it. But, or they could just not have it. You know, that's the um, that's the third option. Um, but I feel like they'll do something. They should do something. They can't just have five matches and whatever's on the pre-show. Uh, and um, you know, I like Elimination Chamber because I like these uh, shows that are gimmick matches. You know, there are they they have these big giant you know gimmicks. These like. Royal Rumble, uh, Hell in a Cell, um, the 
um, all of them, the, the money in the bank, anything that has kind of like a stipulation or some kind of some kind of prop involved, I, I'm all for it. It makes it interesting. It makes it fun because you can't just have, not everything can be a, a storyline grudge match. Some of these have to be like, you know, these giant um, uh, mousetraps they have to get out of to, to lead to something. And every single match uh, on the night is a championship match, except for the SmackDown championship SmackDown Elimination Chamber match because that is more like a semifinal for a championship match. And I'm actually, I I kind of like how they built this um, card. You know, the, the plan, the quote-unquote plan was to have both champions fight in the Elimination Chamber. Drew is the kind of guy who's honored to be the champion. He, he's humbled and honored. He's a he's like the, 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 uh, the fighting champion, the people's champion. He is there to, um, you know, to to defend at all costs, and he will take on any challenger. So you want to put him in the match? Okay, he's in the match. He doesn't care. He'll he'll still kick everyone's ass. While Roman, he's thinking you're you're honored to have me here. You should be so lucky that I'm your champion. If you had some other schlub as as a champion, you know. Uh, things would would not be as good as they are with me because I'm the the tribal chief, the head of the table, uh, and you know what? You want me to fight that night? Fine, I'll fight that night, but I'm not getting in the chamber, okay? I'll take whoever wins the chamber, and I'll take them right away that night. Who knows? Maybe it's the next match. That would be very Roman Reigns where the SmackDown champion, SmackDown uh, winner of the Elimination Chamber, you know, they declare the winner, and then boom, you hear Roman's music hit. Right away, that would be um, perfect, like storyline wise. I don't know if I want to see that. I'd, I'd rather see the the SmackDown Elimination Chamber match go first, and then the winner kind of be talked about and like gearing it up for the night, trying to trying to sell it a little more. Um, that being said, why don't we talk about the Elimination Chamber for the Universal Championship uh, match that's later that night? There are. Um, Six people in the match, and five of them, I, I know, you know what? All six of them are, are, are really high quality, uh, or, or six of them are, are really high quality characters, um, and five of them are really high quality wrestlers. I, I you know, I, I'm, I shouldn't shit on Corbin. He does exactly what they need him to do, and he, he actually is fine in the ring. Um, but yes, it's Jey Uso, Kevin Owens, King Corbin. King Corbin. I, I just feel weird calling him that. Um, I honestly don't remember. Is it Corbin? Corbin. Uh, what the hell is his name? Baron Corbin. Baron Von Corbin, I want to call him. Um, but he actually, he hasn't been Baron Corbin. Do they even call him that at all? He's just been King Corbin forever with his with his um, jughead crown. Um, once King of the Ring, always King of the Ring, right? So we got, yeah, Jey Uso, Kevin Owens, King Corbin, Sami Zayn, Cesaro, and Daniel Bryan. Now, because this match is not for the championship, but the championship is going to happen that night, it's pretty obvious that Roman Reigns is going to win and retain, okay? There doesn't have to be a lot of buildup. There doesn't have to be a lot of trying to sell this match. Basically, you're selling that the match is going to be happening, and you're selling the fact that um, it's it could be one of these six guys. Because of that, and because of what I've seen recently, as far as um, you know, uh, who has been 
kind of highlighted been burping and who has been um you know um getting on the fans radar as far as high quality and in 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 a little you know thing we saw on, on talking smack i am going to make the the prediction right now that the winner of the um elimination chamber match and i literally i swear to god i didn't think about this until looking at these guys uh and just the idea of it would get twitter going crazy it's going to be Cesaro. Cesaro is going to win the Elimination Chamber. That's my prediction. And he's going to have to go and put up a hell of a fight with Roman Reigns. He's going to lose, but it's going to be a ballsy match. And Cesaro is going to um, rise up a tier uh, in the eyes of WWE. He's already on a giant tier, I think, with with the hardcore fans. Um, But he's going to, like, do some crazy shit that, like, strength-wise and uh, resilience-wise that is going to make him, you know, like a darling. And because he's he's a good guy now. That happened. And the, after that happens, he's going to lose. But it's going to still be a great night for Cesaro because I'm calling it right now. Uh, Jey Uso, Kevin Owens, King Corbin, Sami Zayn, Cesaro, Daniel Bryan. Cesaro is your Elimination Chamber winner. And he is fighting for the WWE Universal Championship that night. And he will lose to Roman Reigns. Um, that is, I feel like I should have ended with that. But well, that's okay. Um, that's my bold prediction of the night. That's the that's the only one where you I can't, like, that's out of the two elimination chambers, that's the one that you're just not sure about. Excuse me. In the raw elimination chamber side, um, I think it's a little easier to see we got aj styles jeff hardy randy orton sheamus kofi and of the champion drew mcintyre and you know i'm saying this and i'm thinking it's easy to see that drew's going to retain but why why is drew going to retain does he have to he doesn't have to he could lose it and then have to fight for it again at and then have to fight for like the right to fight at wrestlemania at fast lane you know there could be a storyline there um, Kofi Kingston took over. There was a weird kind of thing where the Miz backed out because he's like, I have the, I have the, um, briefcase. Why should I even be in this match? Well, dude, you could have won without using the briefcase. And then you keep the briefcase. But I guess if you're the champion, you don't need the briefcase. But if you lose, then you can use the briefcase. I don't know. Um, but then Kofi won to get in. He beat, um, Morrison to get into the match, right? Isn't that what it was? He beat Morrison? Something like that. Um, this is interesting to me because what if the Miz cashes in and the Miz goes on to fight Drew at WrestleMania? I have to be honest. I wouldn't mind seeing that. I love Drew and I, he looks like a champion, feels like a champion. It sucks royally that he hasn't been able to be a champion in front of a crowd. And I think he deserves to win the championship or be the champion at WrestleMania in front of whatever crowd they have there in Florida. Um, I went to pick up dinner tonight, takeout at a restaurant, and there are old people there, and they're all sitting at the tables, and no one has masks on because you're at a restaurant. You take your mask off and you sit down at the restaurant. And my like body like convulsed, and, like my arms got closer to my chest, and I'm like, I don't want to be near people. Um, so I can't imagine going to a stadium with people. Even if it's, you know, a, a, a fifth of the way full, I don't want to be near any people. 
you know, that's just me being um, a recluse. Is that the word? I don't know. Um, but anyway, the fact that he that the WrestleMania is supposed supposedly well, it's Florida. They can do whatever the fuck they want on there. They don't give a shit. Um, they, it's going to be in front of people. I'm surprised it's not a full stadium. I think Drew McIntyre will be the champion at WrestleMania, but that doesn't mean he has, that has to be the champion going into WrestleMania. He could win it that night. I think... I think he might win it. He might win the chamber. He might win it. He might be so beaten up that the Miz cashes in. And then the Miz goes on to WrestleMania as the WWE champion. The Miz has worked his ass off. He deserves another WWE championship run. He just does. Um, He would be funny with the belt. He would be um, obnoxious with the belt. He'd be unbearable with the belt, and I would enjoy it. And then maybe at Fastlane, you have um, like these guys who claim to be the number one contender, and Drew wins that to go on to WrestleMania to fight The Miz while Edge chooses Roman Reigns. That's just me thinking far ahead, Um, but that's why I think Drew is going to win the chamber. I think he's going to win the chamber, but I still don't think he's going to end the night with the championship. Um, did they, did they, um, tele, telegram, telegram's not the word. Did they, I don't know what the word is. I know I'm trying to think of the word that they, tele, no, it is telegrammed, isn't it? They telegrammed it. That might be it. They might have, well, did they talk about the Miz cashing in to the point where it wouldn't make sense if he cashes in? Or are they just saying, look, it's going to happen, and it's going to happen, and it happens? I'm going to go with it happens. I'm going to go with a big night for Elimination Champion. This is the last pay-per-view before going to Peacock. They want to create some buzz um, for Fastlane. So why not do that by mixing things up a bit and having Miz be your WWE Champion Maybe he loses at Fastlane. I don't know, but I think he should. Maybe he maybe he fights Drew at Fastlane, and that's the first one, and and shenanigans happen, and he wins, and then they go on to WrestleMania. I don't know, but I'm going to call it right now. I'm going to call Drew in winning the chamber, but I'm going to predict that the Miz cashes in. So we leave the night with the Miz as WWE champion. We leave the night with Roman Reigns as Universal Champion over Cesaro because Cesaro won the Elimination Chamber. Again, I feel like I should have led or should have finished with these two major matches because these are the stories of the night. And yet there's still three other matches I haven't talked about or two other matches I haven't talked about <laughs> because the Roman Reigns, I've talked about it. It's, I think it's going to be over Cesaro. The Oscar match, I don't even think, it's not happening with Lacey Evans. I don't know if it's happening at all. Then we have the, the, um, the women's championship match. Nia Jax versus Shayna Baszler. Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler versus Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair. Well, Nia and Shayna are taking on the winners of the Dusty Classic. Or at least they showed up on NXT saying they're taking on the winners. So wouldn't they have to win? Sasha and Bianca, I don't know even how this became a storyline. Oh, you know what? I know why. I don't know why. 
I haven't finished SmackDown yet. I bet you it has to do with that. I forget that the that, um, the, the women's champions can go on any of the shows. So they must have showed up on SmackDown. I'm going to have to finish it. Um, and they must have challenged Sasha and Bianca. That makes sense. That makes sense. But they're going to beat Sasha and Bianca because they are going to take on the winners of the Dusty Classic, uh, Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez, I want to say. I'm pretty sure. Um, and with that, look, look how I'm finishing the night. I'm finishing the night talking about the United States Championship match, which I've got to tell you is going to be rip-roaringly great. I'm saying it right now. Maybe, you know, they should open the show with the SmackDown um, Universal Championship and then go right into this match. Bobby Lashley versus Keith Lee versus Matt Riddle, also known as Riddle. It should just be Bobby versus Keith versus Riddle. Like, for some reason, they kept their first names. Um, this is going to be... Uh, it's going to be a good match. Because as goofy as Riddle is, when he's in the ring, he is excellent. He's a joy to watch. Keith Lee, you know, I know everyone loves him, and he's a joy to watch. He, I know they they did something to him where he doesn't, he doesn't work exactly the same way as he would on, on NXT. Uh, because they want him to be more of a big man. I don't know. I don't know if I even notice these things. I feel like that's what I'm being told in other podcasts. And of course, Bobby Lashley, who I haven't always been positive about. Bobby Lashley. Uh, I think it's because I didn't care for the story where where he was with um, what's his name, the guy who was talking for him and talking out of his ass. Then he was in the the Lana storyline, which I did not like. I enjoy him immensely in the MVP in the uh, Hurt, Hurt Business MVP storyline. MVP coming back and putting together the Hurt Business has been um, a big boost for Bobby Lashley and for Cedric and for um, uh, 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 I can't think of his name. I, I'm looking right at him. I can't think of his stupid name. But it's been a big boost for everybody in the group. Uh, but definitely Bobby Lashley because no matter what Bobby says. He sounds very um, even keeled. Like he, if he's angry, he still sounds like he's just talking to you. If he's like, he doesn't seem like he raises his voice all that much. MVP, you know, is a loud, brash talker. Bobby Lashley's like, um, you know, just he just kind of talks, and it's not, you know, it's not overly emotional. And yet, the dude is like chiseled like nothing else. Like he looks like um, what you would want a wrestler to look like. And he can wrestle. And he, he had a match with Drew McIntyre at some pay-per-view a while back. And I was like, God damn, I'm into this match. This is like, you you you, you know, everyone talks about these, these smaller guys, these high-flying guys. Bobby Lashley can go. And all three of these guys can go. So this they're going to go. And this match is going to be great. That being said... I'm not seeing, I don't think it'd be good. Hmm. You don't want Bobby to lose the championship. You know, he's, uh, they all got the gold. But it would be cool to see Keith Lee win this. So I'm going to just go with it. And I'm going to pick Keith Lee to be your WWE United States champion. And I can't believe I finished the night talking about the, the uh, U.S. championship triple threat match. But I did. So let's go over it one more time. Asuka is going to win over whoever she fights, if she fights. 
It's not Lacey Evans. That match has been canceled, according to Dave Meltzer, which makes sense because Lacey's pregnant with uh, uh, Rick's little little baby. Uh, Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler are going to defeat Sasha and Bianca. That's just the way it is. This feels like a filler match to get them on the card. Uh, Sasha's the champ. Bianca is challenger. Maybe they'll get it into fisticuffs because I feel like that's where it's going. The two of them taking on each other at WrestleMania. Um, then we have, again, I said uh, Keith Lee is going to be the new U.S. championship beating Lashley and Riddle. Uh, Drew is going to be the... Um, the WWE champion he's still he's going to win the Elimination Chamber and he's going to be the WWE champion for minutes until The Miz shows up and cashes in and becomes your new WWE champion and Roman Reigns is going to uh, come out the in his singles match as the as the uh, still the Universal Champion as he defeats Cesaro who will be the winner of the SmackDown Elimination Chamber that's right Drew Loves it to the Miz, Keith Lee, Cesaro, Roman Reigns, Jackson Baszler, and Asuka, maybe. And I think tonight on Saturday Night Live, our truth is going to return uh, the favor to Bad Bunny. He's going to pin Bad Bunny on Saturday Night Live and be the uh, new uh, 24-7 champion. That has to happen. That only makes sense. Uh, and yet that's it. That's all I got to say. You know, the Bruins game, the Bruins are playing a, an outdoor game tomorrow. It's supposed to be at 2 o'clock. Now it's at 7.30. And I really want to watch this game. But I really want to watch this pay-per-view too. So I'm going to have Bruins on the TV and the uh, wrestling on my computer. And uh, yeah, that's it. I'm excited for a, a nice day tomorrow. And I'm on vacation after that. Ooh, baby, how exciting. So that's it. I'm done talking. Thank you guys for listening and subscribing. You can find the podcast at Pod. You can find me at WrestleWatcher. And Brandon, if he's out there, you can find him at WrestleBrand. I'm going to take the time to uh, talk about my new podcast, too. If you are into comic books, I do a new podcast where I am talking about the old action comics, the original Superman action comics from the 1930s. I'm going through each comic and talking about it and making fun of it for the most part because I love Superman. Um, he is my He's my, like number one superhero like love him I, I have a Superman hat that I'm wearing right now uh, and I love reading these old stories I love seeing the origin of everything but it's it's some of the, the writing and some of the storyline is so dated that it just makes it a lot of fun to poke fun at these things in a good natured way and the name of this podcast is called Reaction Comics you can find it everywhere podcasts are available uh, and also we're on Instagram at Reaction Comics So if you take the time to check that out, I would appreciate it. Uh, And until then, you know, I guess I'll use my uh, catchy uh, phrase, my catchy catchy phrase, which is also my catchphrase, my catchphrase, catchphrase. I can't speak. I'm tired. Like, it's already 1049. Who's listening to this? Are you listening to this before the show? Thank you so much. My God. And until next time, folks, see you later. Fans not experts.